welcome back to the Wobble Fregadoo podcast. I am Olu Jimmy, and I'm joined by my esteemed colleagues. <laughs> uh, Mr. Francis. El Maestro. <laughs> okay, Mr. Anderson. Oof, it's been, I think, two and a half weeks since we last dropped the pod. I know the fans have been, you know, feigning for us to come back. So we'll try and give you guys a, a very good pod this, this week. But it's very hard with um, the way United has been playing so far. Um, like the other day, I was just talking about how all that optimism that I had at the beginning of the season with the signing of Sancho, with the signing of, if this was even before, like Ronaldo, the signing of Varane, I was like, okay, you know, we're getting somewhere. And the optimism, uh, optimism that, okay, maybe we might sign a DM. And then it went at, a, at an all-time high when we signed Ronaldo. I'm like, wow, I haven't been like a fanboy like this in a while. But like social has just managed to like just take that away from our team, right? Or from me right now, because I I don't look forward to watching any United games, to be honest with you guys. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know how anyone else feels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I agree. I agree. I think it's, it's, you know what you're going to get. And this team is the exact same team that we had last year. You know, everything about it is the exact same. The same problems that we had, the same shortcomings, the same style or lack thereof. You know, you still notice the same players. Like when you watch the game, you notice that the midfield is trash. You notice that teams are, are still coming to Old Trafford and having a, you know, fun times. They're creating things. Do you know that the last time we took a two-goal lead, so the last time we went 2-0 up in a game, so I'm not talking about like 3-1 or something, but the last time we took a lead and then we scored a second goal was February of this year. Wow. Was it? Yes. Yes. That's the last time that we we took a 2-0 lead in any game. And if you look at before that, it was, I think, like October of the year before. So, and if you if you notice, like when you watch the games, you kind of get the feeling that when we score, they are going to equalize. Either we concede first, and then we start playing after we concede, or we score, we concede, and then we score, and then we we win when we do. But to like score one and then score a second, two zero. Now nah, we haven't done that since February. Crazy. Crazy. So it's still the same thing. Like we have all this talent. Like you look at this team. Have you seen Varane? Have you seen Sancho? You've seen Ronaldo, but like even though he's scoring, has he made a tangible difference? You know, like that Villarreal game. I think he saved us. So okay, I guess you could say that. But in a lot of the other games, it's still the same. United. It, it doesn't matter that we spent however much we spent. It's still the same shortcomings. No, yeah, no, it's been crazy. And and I was thinking too, like, it's is it too harsh to put all the blame on social? Who himself has come out and said, I am not a tactician. I'm just, yeah, I'm just a manager. He actually said it himself. So is he that like, yes, he's not the manager, but he has also surrounded himself with like um, Carrick, who to me, like, has no experience. And I think the person with the, probably the most experience in that coaching staff is what we're feeling, right? Yeah, but yeah. who would take Phelan? Wasn't Phelan coaching in Australia before they brought him back? <laughs> you guys are laughing, but I'm actually let, serious. If I, let me, if I ask you a question, like if, if someone gives you a contract that tells you to build a bridge, 
obviously you are not the bri- you are not the guy that is going to build this bridge. You need to get a team <laughs> of people around you. So if you come out and tell me you're yeah, a tactician, like God punish you. Like wh- 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 why 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 are you telling me? why are you bidding for the job in the first place? If you know you don't uh, you don't have the sources, you don't have the brain to get the sources of people who will you know lead you to the end goal. You're telling me you're not a tactician. Go well, yeah, yeah, your head is not correct. I think the reason why I said that is because, yes, like, I think it's so easy to just blame social. But, you know what? You're right, Francis. The box stops with him. So, he's the one that chose to push himself. So, he might as well take the blunt of it. Because oh, I'm yeah. just trying to think, like, I'm tired of, like, just saying social, social, social. Even though no. it's social. It's social. But is there though. something deeper than, than social that is the reason why we can't even see any... We've signed all these players and, like Clarence said, there's no difference in our style of play. Yeah, like, everyone keeps on saying, um, you know, um, what's that thing they always say? Is a new new change, a new environment? What's that? There's a term social has been calling, rebuilding. Culture reset. Culture reset. Culture reset. Rebuild. You know, initially they said off, you know, we're going to be signing young, hungry players. They signed Dan James. They signed um, Van der Beek, Pelestri, all these really young guys. And next thing, guy is signing... 30 year olds too. He's signing uh, Igalo 31, Cavani 33, Cristiano Ronaldo 35 or 37 or whatever. 36, yeah. And Varane, all that guys. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I still I get the whole culture rebuilding, but you say you're going to sign young, now you're going old, fine, you need some experience. But then you have been building for three years, three years, and you don't, nobody even knows what your style of play is. And Larry made a very, very good point. This whole, we've not won a game comfortably where you score one, score two, score three, and it's over. When United scores, everybody's thinking, okay, when are they going to score us? And when they <laughs> score us, that's when we start to play. So if the coach is... You need to tell me the coach is, is seeing something different from what everyone else is seeing. I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, these guys have been playing almost together for, what, three years, three and a half years. Granted, they signed two or three new players. Remove those three new players. You know, let the three players be playing something different. But let the ones that you have be playing a style that they know. But they're not. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not. They're saying, oh, these guys need to adapt to them. They need to adapt to us. Man, stop making excuses, man. You guys can't do it. You can't do it. And that's why I'm, I've been hoping only you know, get got fired a long time ago, but yeah, it's coming. It's 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 couple soon for. <laughs> well, we still have yeah. you know, we still have we still have time. Hashtag December fifteenth. Um, I think but, our, our last word. Oh no, you go. Sorry. Go. No, no yeah. Okay, so I think... I think. Ladies first. <laughs> I, I was just going to jump into the games that we were. Uh, the last game we talked about before we went on a mini break. I honestly, I think this this mini break was just caused by our United play. I don't think it's just because we didn't just want to just. <laughs> I think there was just there was no just enthusiasm to talk about <laughs> this United team. Anyways, the last game was uh, my United versus Villa. I think that's the the preview we did before we went on our break. 
that game ended United zero. Um, Villa won at home. Um, Villa scored um, a goal from corner, which Solskjaer has, um, <laughs> in his excuse making, called offside. Um, did you guys think that you know that goal was offside? Do you agree with Solskjaer? Which one? The one Villa scored was um, from the corner. Man, <laughs> like let's go. <laughs> Let us score. Like, why, why are you talking about what, what they did? Like, this is the perfect voyeur thing that Mourinho was talking about, looking at what someone else is doing. Why didn't you score? And then you can now argue about um, the offside goal. But then we still won. So if they had not scored, they will have still dropped points. It will have still been 0-0. Zero, zero, and we dropped points. So that's not an issue. You know, they're talking about his offside. I mean... VAR, they've had their own issues and whatnot, but man, we're focusing on the wrong thing. Each game, you want to pick one, um, either as an offside here or as this, or they're not giving us penalty. Talking about, oh, a coach mentioned penalties in the last season, and now referees are taking this into account this season. Like, just shut up, man. You're talking too much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And there was an image of of Ole beside Rafa Benitez in the 94th minute when it was 1-1. And Ole was, was smiling. Bro, I'd never been so pissed off in my life. Yeah, like, he was trying to be chummy. You know, you know that kind of thing where you're trying to be chummy? And I'm like, this is not the time to be chummy. Like, oh, and you know, also oh one thing I noticed, that was the first time I also noticed like uh, Socia actually coming on the sideline and trying to give like tactical like moves. I think maybe someone already talked to him like, yo, you can't be sitting down on your on your iPad and crossing your legs. Because if you notice, like, you, you see other coaches play against us and you see other coaches, like, you know, say, okay, when things are not going right, hey, call your player and say, okay, do this, do that. Do, have you ever seen social actually do that besides that Everton game? I guess he's not a tactician. So. <laughs> 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 Larry, do you agree that that ever goal against um, the goal Villa scored is not offside as well? Or... No, nah, I think it was a goal. I think the only reason why it's even a conversation is because of what happened uh, in the Leicester game the week before, right? Where Leicester had a, a goal in a similar position, ruled as offside. Uh, but I, I think if that doesn't happen, nobody's talking about whether or not this is offside. You know, more to the point, more to what Francis was saying, you know, we just haven't scored. And I'm beginning to think that this lack of a style of play is on purpose because Oli doesn't want us to have any kind of way of really judging whether or not this team is coming together. And so you can keep talking about they are working hard, they are working hard in training, they are working hard, they are working hard. That's the straight line. Like, like everybody else isn't working hard. They are working hard in training, but where is the output? Like we play like we are just... We play like... You know how... People go and play on Sunday and you're just picking random things. <laughs> That's really how we play. <laughs> you know, and honestly, like, I think there's more cohesion in our on our patenting teams than, than we have. Yeah, because like picture. after like two years of playing with somebody, at least like if I play with Francis, okay, I'll know that oh this is Francis's move. Like he likes to overlap. So this is what if I see him running, I know what it means. But we don't even have that. So I, I don't I don't I like I really I, like I watch us and I really wonder what we do in training. I really, really do. There is not a single pattern of play that you can point to. Not a single one. Not a single one. Not that when Scott gets the ball, this is who is going to run. This is and, and so like 
for example, if you look at forget even like say Man City, Chelsea, like some of these other teams, like you have an idea, like even Spurs that are struggling, even Spurs under Porch versus Mourinho versus this new guy. <coughs> You know that if Hurricane gets the ball in deep positions, Son is going to, like, whoever those wingers are, are going to make runs in behind and he's going to be able to give them the ball. We don't have that. It's like it's always random. If Marshall plays, it's a different way. If Cavani plays. And so for me, that is where it really falls on Ole, is that you're not always going to play well. You're not always going to, like, have your best days. But when you don't have that, you should have something else to fall back on, right? Like, it's not that just it's not just the fact that like Man City played the same way. It's that even you, as an opponent or as somebody that is watching, you actually know how to judge. Oh, Cancelo had a good game today because I know what his role is in Man City, or Rodri had a good game today, or Grealish or Sterling. You know, like that everything game. Who can you say had a good game? You know, and if I'm lingered, I'm, I'm mad out of my mind. It's like I scored against West Ham for you. I came on and I had an impact in the Villarreal game. I'm not sure if he scored. He scored he in another Ronaldo. game. You know, he made the assist. Yeah, the Ronaldo, Ronaldo goal. And then in the Newcastle game, he scored. And he cannot get his start. You know, and so for me, it's just like some of these decisions too. But, but more than that... More than all of that, it still comes down to the fact that when you watch United, you just don't have any idea of what you're watching. And it's not a very good experience. Like, it's not a good team. It's not a good setup. It's not a good, you know, it's not a good coaching job, you know? So, no, that, that, that makes sense. Uh, um, for the for the next game after that, Villa game was Villa Real, which I think we've touched on. Um, Lingard. That game ended United 2, um, Villarreal 1. And I guess what really tells you all about the game is that we made we scored that goal in the 94th, was it 94th or 93rd minute? One of those. I think it's the, um, the latest time that we've ever scored a Champions League goal. And the first thing, the first emotion that came to my mind wasn't happiness. It was, oh, we got lucky. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, hey, you know, you know that feeling when you get when you just score a 90 minute win away as just like, you know, fuck them, you know, do this, do that. But like my first reaction was like, damn, we got lucky. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I, I yeah, sorry, go on. No, I was gonna say, yeah, because um Villarreal played us that especially that first half. Oof. They had chance after chance after chance. What's the name of that their number eleven? I can't remember his name. Who just kept using a... Uh, I want to say it's my but I know, I know that's not. Oh, yeah, he has like a Nigerian kind of name. I know that's why. Yeah, it's not but that. But yo, but Dan Juma or something. Yeah, yeah. Dan Juma. Yeah, Dan Juma. Yeah. Ooh, every time he had the ball against Dalo, I was like, this is snacks every single time. And then the coaching staff could see that, but they still isolated Dalo every time. They didn't make any changes. Um, Greenwood didn't fall back to help Dalo. It was just. It was just uh, it was amazing that they, they didn't score us any goal. They, they didn't score us any goal in that first half, right? It was all in the second half. Uh-huh. Yeah, but anyways, just okay. I just I don't know. That yeah. And then after yeah. that, then we had we had the, the Everton game. Or did you have something to say about the Villarreal game? Because I don't no, think I was we just played anything. Say, 
I was going to say the other thing that we haven't even talked about is if you notice, all three of these games we we're talking about were at home. They were at home. Oh, well, yeah, that's court. true, actually. That's true. That's three games in a row at home. And like you said, you think about the way that you felt, right? When we signed Ronaldo, just the excitement that we've had. So think about what the atmosphere in those stadiums must have been like. People were just dying out for some excitement. Villarreal played those. First of all, this is a team that we lost to in the Europa Cup final yeah. not too long ago. So we've played them recently. And if you have any kind of pride, you should be looking at this game and saying, we need to write that wrong. This win is not going to change anything. It's not going to win us Europa. But this is a team that you lost to your team. And they are bossing us. Again, like, they are, they are actually dominating possession. They are creating chances. They are, you know, and, and I don't know. I, I, like you said, I watched that game and I just thought, I wish we didn't win this game. You know, to be fair, it was, it was 50-50 because Champions League, you don't get as many opportunities to right your wrongs. So if we draw that game, we're in trouble. We lost young boys and then we have a draw. But at the same time, you know, I don't feel like at any point in time I was as well as watching that game, I felt like a, a, a draw was even a reasonable result. I felt like we deserved to lose that game. Same thing with Everton as well. You know, when Everton scored that goal, you know, that they called offside. I don't even know if that goal was offside. Like, I don't know if I thought it was offside. And, and oh, okay, actually, because David scored the ball. Yeah, David should have been the one to score. Yeah, so David scored the ball to him, yeah. And so, for me, again, it's like the margin between the winning, the losing, and drawing that game is very small. Like, under normal circumstances, based on that chance, we lose that game. And that game is the Aston Villa game all over again. A defender scoring late in the game. In fact, I think it would have been about almost exactly the same amount of time when he scored that the Aston Villa guy also scored. So, you know, going into going after that, it's just like there's very little optimism. The only thing I'm happy about is the fact that I feel like more people are talking about the fact that Ole isn't doing anything. More people are beginning to highlight the fact that this guy is not bringing any kind of value added to this team, and there's nothing different even with the new signings that we have. And so, like I said before, December. December thing, you know, we move. December 15th, hashtag. <laughs> I don't even know if we'll get to 15th. I'm looking at that Crystal Palace game. We have a Crystal Palace game, I think, early December. I'm looking at that game as, as, the, as the nail in the coffin. Francis, um, what, what are your thoughts on the fact that um, against Everton, he decided to rest um, a whole bunch of players that were going on international break? This is not the first time he's done this before, and it was the same result. We didn't win that game too. The last, I think he did it last year, where we're questioning him, like, why are you resting players that are going on international break that you won't see for like another week and a half or ten days? So, well, what were your thoughts? <laughs> it's crazy because, I mean, we played what like maybe 10, 15 games this season, and mm-hmm. so I think so far I've missed three games, and that's probably higher than the amount of games I've missed in the last five seasons. 
that just shows you how disinterested I'm getting in in United games this season. It's just it's like watching watching a movie with different actors all over all, all over and all over again. When I seen when I woke up and I seen the lineup, I'm, in my head I'm like, is there a Champions League game middle of the week? Why is he benching? Like why is he benching Ronaldo? Why is he benching? Um, who else did he bench? Pogba. He benched Pogba. He benched yeah, somebody like, else, Sancho. Yeah, I, I didn't get the reasoning behind it. Like I didn't know. I, I was in my head. I was thinking there was a Champions League game, but then I was looking to see what the game was, and there was no game. It just says every, all the guys are going on international break. And my head, like, wh- why? Why are you resting your bet? Fergie would never have done that. Rest your your, your best players. You, you no, actually, there's the actually a comment out there that Fergie said. Um, it wasn't like really on record, but I think someone I had Fergie. I think he said you always play your best players. Yeah, I'd rather start the best players and then remove them. You know, especially if you, when you have when you've not been in re- really good form. Yeah, like I was the same amount of minutes you wanted them to play, either is at the beginning or at the end. And the timing when he made the substitution was at fifty something minutes. You remove Cavani, you bring in Ronaldo. You remove Marshall, you bring in Sancho. You're, like you're trading like for like players. It's not like you're changing your style <laughs> or you're changing the formation you're playing. Yeah, you know, it's like very, very stupid substitution that you made. Uh, when I think we were, at that point, maybe we were 1-0 up. I think so. Yeah, we were 1-0 up at, at that point in time. Yeah. And, and then five minutes after, they scores. And uh, where do you go to from there? So it just tells me that Ole really doesn't have a plan. Uh, you know, he went transfer window trying to sign players that he could sign. Fine, they did their job. But Ole as, and his backroom staff, they don't have a plan. Because if they did, I, I don't know of any other top club or top coach that would do what they did in this last game. Rest their best players when there's no fixture in, within the next three, four days. Start them and then remove them after 50, 60 minutes. Then everyone knows, you know, you, you're going for this. That already gives Everton like the upper hand saying, oh, okay, these guys are not taking us seriously. Let's ball. And Everton ball. But think about the fact that Everton did not have like four starters. Richarlison. Yeah, they didn't have, yeah, they didn't have a couple of starters. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, so, and those are like big starters for them too. Not, uh, not just like Richarlison and Cavaloon are arguably their best players. So, again, just looking at all of that and just you know what? Are, like, ah, man, I don't know. Like, and you, you know, well, you know what's funny? Like, there was when I was I was listening to talk sports, and somebody was talking about like we keep saying like, oh, Sosha is like he hasn't got um, experience, but you know, Sosha has actually ex- uh, managed um, close to four hundred and thirty games in his career. Sosha started managing before Pep Guardiola did. Yeah, like it's like, like <laughs> so. And it's this is not a matter of having experience, it's just a matter of like just not learning, like not learning anything, not adding anything to it's your repertoire. It's a matter of not you being, can, being good enough. Yeah, you, you can't, can't be more than, be more than, what, than you what you are. are. Yeah, yes. you can't be more than what you are. If you don't know, you don't know. If you can't, if your brain cannot take it, <laughs> your brain cannot yeah. take it. Yeah, like you know, even if it happens with everyone in life, there are some things you try to learn that you cannot learn because you, your brain doesn't have the capacity for it. And it's no disrespect <laughs> to you; it's just not for you. You know what I mean? Like, man, just uh, uh, 
just just do the do just come just quit just quit like people will even respect <laughs> your legacy more if you quit <laughs> yeah oh god I'm, I'm tired, did I'm you know that before, right before the the Villarreal game our record and the last um 16 games was seven win and one clean sheet before and this what? was before via, via before we are Villarreal, oh, that's overall, eh? Yeah, overall, the last sixteen games it was seven win and just one clean sheet. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> In last sixteen games, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah last yeah. sixteen games, yeah. Bro, if only can, even, so all the even all these if double beats that the guy has been doing. Even if United buys Van Dyke and uh, <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> who, who was the best right back in the world? Van Dyke Hakimi. Um, Alaba or Alba, whatever his name is, and we put them there, and we have Noya in the post. They are still going to score. They are still going to score. I don't, I don't know any team that that plays like United when they have the ball. We play like a pub team, to be honest with you. You know, you and and they were very, if we're very, well, this is all we do in a game. Either Varane gets the ball or Maguire gets the ball. They pass, they pass it to each other pass it to the, the right back or the left back and then the left back mm-hmm. passes it to the winger the winger doesn't know what to do he brings it back he gives it to he Fred Fred gives it to McTominay McTominay gives it to the right person <laughs> they, they just keep doing it and then they give Bruno Fernandes Bruno Fernandes throws someone somewhere in there you are saying it gets to Bruno somewhere when that fullback passes the ball back to Fred or Scott that is where teams are also then picking us off oh yeah that's <laughs> Fred, so, Fred, you, if Fred we, tries to trap the ball and he loses it, <laughs> then he gets a, a, a counter start. And then you see Baran Baran oh, running. Fred cracks me up, man. Yo, Fred cracks me. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says at this point. Van der Beek should be starting for me. Like, let me get enough highlights of Van der Beek in moments. Be on, like, br- look um, at that. Larry, Larry. Yeah. Even if Van der Beek started, nothing will change. Nothing will change. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. And and, and not like... You think we'll play when better? When I say nothing will change, I think you'll play better. Because, again, from... Yeah, no, no, no. But without, no, no, no. without change... Team, do you think the team oh, will the play team, better? I, I, yeah. I don't... I feel like maybe there'll be a little more... Because our, our problem, our biggest problem, aside from the style of play, like all the stuff we've talked about, one of our other problems is just... We don't have a midfield that can actually do anything with the ball. When he gets in there, he gets in there, and then it's either going backwards or while losing the ball, right? Like the people don't give those guys space anymore because that's where the weakness is. So that's where you actually put the most pressure. Like you look at that Villarreal game; that's where we really lost the game. Well, we didn't lose the game, but that was where it started. Is people are playing through our midfield, so it's twofold. One, we can't do anything with the ball. And then when the other team has the ball, we're so easy to play through, right? So it's either you bring Bruno back and play three-man midfield with these guys, which only won't do because then we'll be worse than we are because Bruno, as much as he can be frustrating, he has the most chances created even now. Even now, he still has the most chances created, like the stats, and he's still capable of scoring. So you have to let him be free. And then if you play Pogba and Fred, Pogba has to watch out for Fred's positional unawareness. 
right? Like when we talk about the best holding midfielders in the world, the best defensive midfielders in the world, when we talk about signing Ruben Neves, for example, I'm not saying he's the best, but just think about the people that are the best. If you look at Man City, even if you look at Fabinho, or you look at Barcelona back in the day, or you look at, like, these guys are not running around like Fred, like, <laughs> like chasing people. They are not. Like, I don't know if you're actually looking like the best defensive player. The guys that you say, they don't run. It's not, it's not because you are, you are energy. No, 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 no. no, no. energy I disagree. I disagree. I mean, that's what they give. That's what they praise Kante for, right? No, yeah, but Kante, Kante is just Kante one is version about of positioning, it. Though. Though. It's about position. Kante is never out of position. It's the tackling is immaculate, right? The tackling is immaculate, but Kante's positioning, the anticipation of the problems that are coming, like you look at our team back in the day with Carrick. Carrick, it was anticipation. It's because they can read the game. You look at Neves, it's anticipation. These guys are looking and they're anticipating that in order for you to pass the ball through midfield, you have to come to this space. So I will block some of these spaces, these pockets that you want to even get into so that even if you are going to play, you are going to have to play through the wing. You are going to have to play through somewhere else. We, when you watch United play, it's never more than two passes for you to get from our midfield to our defense. Mm-hmm. It's like one, two, and you're there. And it's because, like, when Fred is running Helter Skelter, look at the goal, <laughs> the Everton goal. Perfect example. <laughs> uh, what's that guy's name? I forget his name. Demary Gray. Demary Gray. Yeah, yeah, Demary Gray. Fred runs with that guy to the to, to sideline. And if you notice, that's the second time in, like, two or three games that we've seen almost that exact same action. Yeah, that's true. Where Fred true, yeah. is trying to tackle somebody and he doesn't successfully tackle the person. <laughs> and the person is now running free. Free! You know what's funny? Free, when, free. Uh, when uh, so uh, like, Dukure... Say name, Dukure. When he had... As soon as Gray passed about to Dukure, uh, I'm like, this is a goal. Like I just knew, I just knew it was gonna be a goal because <laughs> there was nobody there. It was just Varane and somebody else. Yeah, I can't it, remember it, the other it's, 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 it's pretty much all the goals they scored us are very similar. Look at the goal against Newcastle that the right back or the left back, or whatever. Yeah, scored. It's the same thing. Yes, it's yes. the same thing. Even the when against mm-hmm. Wolves, where Trincao had a similar chance, but Wan Bissaka yes. cleared it off the line. Same, the same chance. The same chance. Mm-hmm. They stretch it out to the wing. The winger brings it through the middle where we're supposed to have someone, but there's apparently <laughs> nobody because Fred there's went nobody. on an error. And I because, don't know who sent the message. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, like, uh, the, the, the idea that, like, or just, like, the things that we give these guys credit for, Scott McTominay, energy, Fred, energy. Well, if you have energy without any tactical awareness, it's rubbish. It doesn't... It doesn't <laughs> I mean... <laughs> People give their credit, trust me. People give them credit. One thing that, yeah, one thing that they'll give credit, Fred credit for. What? To me, just like, again, the best midfielders in the world, like Fabinho, he runs around, but it's not about the run around, it's about position. Kante is also about position. Kante, the, the thing that separates Kante from almost everybody else is just that he doesn't miss tackles. Right? Like, once he gets in that position to make the tackle, yeah, he's getting that ball, right? And he has endless energy as well. 
But Casemiro in, in Madrid, it's the same thing. Like these guys, they get in excellent positions to anticipate what is going to happen. And so you don't even get to, you don't need to get to the point where you're putting out fires, right? But like with Fred, those guys are so easy to play. And the other thing is, if you if you're like Ruben Neves, right, and you are, you are really good at controlling the tempo of play and dictating how the ball like where the ball is going to and being an outlet for people to pass to you and having the technical ability to be able to get the ball out without losing the ball. What it also does is that it helps you retain more possession. So other teams are not, they're not competing with possession with you. You know, Everton is not getting as many midfield possessions. Villarreal is not dominating midfield. So even if you cannot always be able to stop teams. The fact that you can retain the ball actually works to help you also defensively, right? And, and so we don't have either one of those things. We don't retain the ball, and then we're not good at even getting the ball back when we lose it. And again, these games, we're all at home. We're at Old Trafford, and we struggle to win the one game that we won, and we should have lost the other two games. Like, again, everything scored and they, they cancelled that goal. So, for me, it's just like, I would rather see Van der Beek play. Because as much as we talk about, like, Van der Beek not doing too much or keeping it simple or just pass and move, at least he retains possession. At least if you trigger him, he's not losing possession as much. And so, just by, by, by doing that, you'll have more possession in the game, which protects your back line a little bit more because like as as we went to the goals and Francis was talking about we're conceding the same goal midfield is just open somebody is just running through and it's just like take your see like think about it most of these goal games you have your pick like when uh, Townsend scored and did the uh, Ronaldo celebration <laughs> good <laughs> didn't he have like, he said he said he said he was all respectful <laughs> Yeah, I, I can see it being respect. Of course, it's still disrespectful. <laughs> but, you know, ultimately, yeah, I just I just think I'm tired of seeing Scott and Fred start. Like, how, how, like try something new. Give me something else. We talked about Lindelof. Play fucking Lindelof, man. Let's see Lindelof. I, I play somebody. Anybody. <laughs> anybody. Somebody. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on on to our upcoming fixtures. Um, During the international break, we had um, a new injury um, to Varane. I know Maguire was already injured before before we went on international break. Um, There's no... I don't don't have any particular update on Maguire, but I know Varane got subbed off um, against um, Spain yesterday in the final of the... What's it called? Um, UEFA Nations League? Is that what it's uh-huh, called? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, or short, short, short for money grabber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, I was good to see the exact same thing. <laughs> which, which France won. <laughs> and for some reason, Anthony, Anthony Marshall was taking a picture with the trophy. Like, <laughs> like he did something. <laughs> I mean, if, if, Looking if, thicker if, than a snicker. If, <laughs> if, if we're all Marshall, we'll do the same thing. Yeah, it was just fun. It was just funny. You just see Marshall's pictures everywhere. I'm like, guy. This shit. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot he was called to upset. 
our Instagram buddies. You know, Instagram buddies. <laughs> My guy went bold for a minute. It is the second coming of uh, of uh, Terry Horry. Fucking Dion, <laughs> Dion, Dion Dublin. <laughs> um, My anyways, hope, um... eh? My hope is that yeah. in January, this new money that Newcastle has gotten, mm-hmm. maybe we can, we can, we can, we can, you know, send you my can leverage. Away. You can leverage uh, my share. I would rather this come and sign only from us, please. please <laughs> sign only. Let, let's, let's get that new money. Sign only and then my share by all those ones. They can go if they want. Because I've been reading rumors that, uh, you know, Steve, Steve Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> How you going? How you going to work every morning? Knowing today might be your last day. <laughs> I know, I know, because would those guys even listen to you? They're like, "Yo, guy, you're in your last leg." Yes, like, bro. Like, I would actually call a meeting. I tell the players, guys, you know what? I know I'm not going to be here in the nearest future. So whatever you guys want to do, just just fucking do it. You know, like. Oh, nah, just man. give just give the race to Gucci, man. Let Gucci run things. <laughs> man, those, the guys that bought Newcastle, though, like yo, those guys are boxed up. Like yo, that yo, there's there's money and there's money. Oof, Jesus. I was looking at the 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 um value gap between those guys and the guys that own City, and it's like times ten. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> was thinking he was the baddest guy in the yard. <laughs> oh, well, I went I went on Instagram and I seen I saw someone playing FIFA and his new Newcastle team. Kante was the keeper in his team. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how bad his team was. He had Ronaldo, Halad, Lewandowski, Mbappe, Nima, Christian Ronaldo, Van Dyke, and Kante was in goal. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> 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 Please, we should just. I was hoping they'll stretch the camera and I'll see like Oli wearing the suit and managing those guys. <laughs> uh, I don't know if if Newcastle will be like. I, I mean, let's see how it plays out because I, I, you know how, um, like the Saudi royal family, they have a lot of, like, there are a lot of siblings, there are a lot of nephews, yeah. there are a lot of cousins. I feel like it's one of the. I don't feel like they'll call it the royal family, but I really think it's one of the other guys in there that bought it. So I don't know. Maybe I'm missing it, but I don't anticipate that these guys are going to be spending crazy, crazy money. Because when the when the news first came out, back initially when when all of this happened, because if you remember, they put this application in sometime last year, and then they didn't hear anything back from the Premier League. At that point in time, it wasn't the Saudi royal family that people were mentioning. They were mentioning one guy in particular that was part of the royal family. And then, for some reason, once the move started getting rubber stamps, it just switched to Saudi royal family, right? Uh, so I don't know when that switch happened, but like uh, as far as I, I was reading previously, it wasn't the main like you know the head that was buying the team it was like one of the cousins one of the you know one of the the millionaires the hundred millionaire type 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 not the uh, not not one of the billy billy guys either way it's good news for newcastle though like at least um great news whoever whoever the guy is is probably going to spend more than uh, mike ashley 
Uh, I would spend um, more than I, my cashly. My, ca- <laughs> my cashly is about to buy Debbie County. I think Rooney is going to punch the fuck out of that guy. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, yeah. I, I read. I read. He's uh, he's he's interested. I mean, the guy's got some cool cool cash, man. He's about to. <laughs> yeah, my guy wants know. to do it again. Yeah. Uh, yo, that's <laughs> that's good. Be, that's good down. business. <laughs> That's good business, man. I wonder how much you bought Newcastle for. <laughs> I don't know, probably like ten pounds, and he made like what? Three point, three point four. How much? How much did he sell Newcastle for? Like three million or so? No, 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 no. three billion. No, 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 three hundred. Oh, million. Oh, you know those guys were. I, I was like three, maybe two years ago, three years ago. They were interested in buying United. Those were the guys. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, they I think they were bidding like they... three billion or something. Yeah. Oof. God damn it. Anyways, let, let's 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 get to our upcoming fi- fixtures. Uh, I think we'll have more time to talk about Newcastle and the new uh, spending budget. <laughs> uh-huh. So I'll I'll just read up our upcoming six um, games. Um, we're away till um, on the sixteenth. Wicked. That, that's, what, <laughs> that's what this fixture list is called. <laughs> we are away. We are away to Leicester. We are uh, in the Premier League. We are home to Atlanta in the Champions League. We are home to Liverpool. We are away to Tottenham. We and then away to Atlanta again in the Champions League second leg. And then we end that six-game run with being home to Man City. Uh, there's, there's more. There's more. There's more. After Man okay, City. Okay, so I can I can after Man City. Then we are away to Watford. Mm-hmm. We are away to Villarreal again. Mm-hmm. We are away to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And then we are home to Arsenal. And then we are home to Crystal Palace, which is the one um, Landry talked about. So that's... Um, uh-huh. what, what date is Crystal Palace? Crystal Palace is uh, December the 4th. 4th? Yeah, I feel good. So uh-huh. that's, that's 11 days eleven days away from December uh-huh. 15th. <laughs> what's, what's, if you scroll down the fixture list, what's December 15th? <laughs> uh December 15th. Well, there's one on the 14th, Brentford. Yeah, yeah Brentford. <laughs> <laughs> do maybe do maybe what else But you know we've been here before, sir. Bro, I know that's never been like, like this. Trust me. <laughs> it has no been like yeah. this. You know so those that time, man. I think like it was some similar last year. We had, um, I think we had PSG. We had either Liverpool or Man City or something. I can't remember. We had one of those games. Was it, it wasn't this this strong? Ah, this one. Mm. He joke. He joke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, social social has has nine lives, man. <laughs> he has nine lives. You guys will be surprised, man. Oh yeah, no. But. But let's 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 so out of those six matches that um, end in Man City, to me personally, I think the only game that we might win there is either the Tottenham game because I don't know what Tottenham is doing. I don't I don't see us beating Leicester. I don't see us beating Atlanta. Atlanta is not a small team. More. <laughs> I, 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 I think I think we'll be I think we'll beat Leicester. You think so? Yeah, Leicester. They, they, I mean, they they won only one game this season. Eh? For real? If, yeah, I, I was something like that. If you check their record, I think they have like nine points. Yeah, or... I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, right. They struggled draw, a little so bit. So draw, loss, draw, win, loss. So yeah, they've only won one game at least yeah, in the last five games. Yeah, they've won I think two games, and they've been they've been struggling, but they're scoring mm. goals. 
you, you know, they're still scoring goals, but the t- other team is scoring more than them. And, you know, this away thing that we've had. Um, That's true. That's also something to keep in mind. Yeah, and yeah. Leicester City, those the, that game, I don't remember the last time they beat us. Is it that we win or is it tie? Right, so that's why I have it. it maybe I'm a little bit positive. Um, actually, they beat us, they beat us 3 1 in, in, in the, the cup. cup. Yeah, that's yeah. the cup. Um, no, I was talking about in the league. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's either, yeah, it's either we win or it's a draw. The last, yeah, game, the last four games, but the Tottenham one, I think we'll, they'll beat us for real. Have you seen yeah. Tottenham play? Yeah, I've seen Tottenham know? play. I've seen Tottenham <laughs> play, like, yeah, the way Tottenham I, play is going to actually break us down. Because they will be very compact and they can't just catch us on counter. You you might have a point, but I don't know. I just feel like we'll beat Tottenham, but like I'm not the one I'm not so sure about is just Leicester because yes, Leicester's form is not incredible. But again, like Larry said, I've seen our form. <laughs> I don't know. And then you have the Atlanta home in a way, and you have Liverpool. Liverpool, you know what's funny? We actually come out for the big games, so maybe. Because Liverpool and Even the that hasn't that. been as true recently. Uh-huh. Like last season, our record was not what it was like the last two seasons, right? Like who did we beat in the big? Did, I think we beat Man City. Did we beat Man City last season in the league? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we beat Man City. Yeah. We beat them home, man. Yeah, in the league. Yeah, because I know we yeah. lost to them somewhere, maybe in the in Carling Cup. Um, other than Man City, I don't know that we beat anybody else. We didn't beat Liverpool. I don't think we beat Chelsea. We lost to Tottenham that 5 1 game. Or but we, we, game. we beat Tottenham in Tottenham's home. Yeah. In the away, yeah. yeah. And then we lost to Arsenal. And I think we drew the other one. Um, who else would you say is there? So our record is not. The only thing is, we have such an excellent squad. Like our team is actually excellent. And so, like when you look at the players that we have, so you just imagine that eventually, especially in these big games where there is enough space or like teams are not doing low block against us, we are going to create. We are going to, we are just based on the talent that we have. Like we have Ronaldo now, you know, and Ronaldo is, he's sharp, he's on, he's on it. So for me, it's like, I don't know. I, I just feel like we've been here before and, and I'm kind of worried that, we'll, you know, what do we need to go? How bad does it need to be for us to be able to get into December and say that Ole is one, one loss away from a sack? Like, if you look at our fixture, they say we have what? How many games did we call? Six or seven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think we have to go? Like, do we have to have, like, three losses, one, one draw, two wins, or three? Like, are we coming out of six games? If we come out of six games with ten points, is that successful? So I think when I say successful, like does is there pressure on Oli? Six six out of six games, you have ten points. What's the max yeah. you can get in six games? Eighteen. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's regular schedule program. Like if you you come into the office the next day, no questions asked. But I think where mm. the I think you'll be the if there's succession of defeats, for example, if we yeah. lose against Atlanta. Right, that's what and I was that puts, say. that puts us under pressure, and then we lose to City, and then we lose to Liverpool. Then he, okay, now he's in, I think he's in huge trouble. Because, because if you think about it, like right now we are at four points in um, on the table in Champions League, right? 
if we lose yeah. if we lose back to back to Atlanta or we lose one and draw one, where do you think that leaves us in the Champions League table? Oh, we're out. Exactly. So if if that now comes in succession with either the Liverpool loss or maybe the City, maybe that's where the pressure starts coming in. But like I don't know if we said it in the beginning of this, but like I think there's already a vote of confidence by the guy already taking over from um, Ed. I don't know if he was being cheeky or being serious, or that's what you just say because you're coming new. But the guy said social is the man for the job. So I don't know if even that would be enough to actually put him under pressure, right? Did he say that? He yeah, what's the guy's name like, David Marteau or whatever his name is? Yeah, Marteau. no, he has, there's a quote from him saying, like, he doesn't know what the hysteria is. Like, social is the man for the job. Very good. Yeah, he says <laughs> more in the line of, oh, we're sticking to our plan. Like, yeah. this, this plan thing they keep talking about there. <laughs> Like I, I to mm-hmm. be honest, I hope some the people that hacked this United system the last time, <laughs> I want them to find to a code plan. plan. Let's actually read what's written there. Because they keep talking about this plan that they've been talking about for the past three years, and nobody sees exactly what they are doing. Nobody sees anything. Other clubs no, like is it but, not this is it not less who who took over first? Um Brendan Rogers in Leicester City or Ole in United? Who took over? I think it was almost exactly the same time. But you, you can tell how Leicester City plays. Even uh, Nuno, Nuno Mende, um, this Nuno from Wolves. Espirito. You can already tell how Tottenham are playing. Or the guy that went to Wolves, the, the, the new coach. The new guy. Let's, yeah. not even, let's not even go that far. Look at Benitez. Didn't he just enter Everton? And look at how Everton has played this season. Like, and then you keep telling me there's a plan. Okay. It's all good. Man. <laughs> yeah. I, I... But but okay. So let's 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 wrap this part of the, the segment up with this. Those six games. What do you think our record is going to be, Francis? Um. No. Let, let's. You can run through those games again. I will say win, draw, loss. Okay. Then, so yeah. the first one is uh, home to Leicester. I say draw. Okay. Um, actually, we're no, away. We're away to we're Leicester. Away to Leicester. Okay. Sorry, yeah, away to yeah, Leicester. Yeah. Sorry, away to Leicester. So that one, I pick a draw. That Larry, one, Larry, Larry. Can, oh, okay, Jimmy can go. Yeah, I think you know what? It's to me, it's a it's a draw or, or a loss for me, and I'll just I'll, I'll stick with a draw. Um, Larry, what about you? I'll go with a win. Okay, so the next game is home to Atlanta. United is playing at home. Yeah, to Atlanta. Yeah. I, I'll go with a win. Landry. I'll go with a draw. I'll, I'll go, go with an L on. I'll go with an L on that one. Um, Liverpool, my United. Loss. Away or home? Home, home, home. Loss. Draw. Ah, I'll go. I'll go with an L. And then we go back to Tottenham. We're playing away to Tottenham. Draw. I'll go with the loss. Uh, Tottenham. I, I think we're going to beat Tottenham. I don't. Yeah, I don't believe in you know like that. Okay. And then we'll go to Atlanta um, home. We're going to Atlanta. Sorry, away. Champions League. Um, I would say a draw. That that one I will actually say a win because I feel like at that time, if it goes by, but what I've been saying, like it's going to be on the hot seats, and that's when it usually comes up with those miraculous wins. So <laughs> I'll go with a win at Atlanta. Um, Manry. I said loss. Oh, loss. Okay. I don't see and us then... coming out of this group. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah, we've lost young boys. 
That's three points that we're not getting back. And then, and then um, to wrap up that six game run is uh, Man City at home. Hmm. Mm. I'll say a loss. Hmm. I'll say a draw. I think I'll the say... losses. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. You go. No, I was going to say losses... that. Continue. Uh, no, I, was just saying, I think based on what we were talking about, right, you guys made a good point about for him to really be under pressure, there has to be succession. So I think yeah. that Tottenham, Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal, and then the Champions League game that I sprinkled in there, I think if we're, that's, that's think, for me, yeah. that's the key. The stuff before, I think you can, you can dilly-dally, but that area... I think that's the key, is if we get to Chelsea and Arsenal, I think Chelsea is a loss. Whether that's home or away, I think Chelsea is a loss. Because I think they just played too sound for us to really give them any problems. And then Arsenal, I can see that being a loss as well, although Arsenal is, uh, Arsenal is funny, you never know. Uh, but I think that, that's the area there that like, I feel like if it's going to happen, it needs to happen there. Yeah, um, you you might be right because I just know, I just don't think is this is where it gets fired too. I think it has to be like probably later on in the season because if the when is the new guy supposed to take over? Actually, do we know? So the new guy, I don't think they've appointed a new guy. The guy that you guys were talking about, David Morta, what's his name? He's the director of football, but he's not the one taking over from Ed. Ed's oh. position is like president or or CEO or something, a president of operations or something like that. So there's another guy that does the negotiations. They said that guy might be the guy or they said even Van der Sam has a good chance of being the guy as well. So, but the David Mota guy, that guy is just director of football. So that's the guy that they hired with uh, Darren Fletcher. So that was the guy that was negotiating a lot of our deals this summer for the deals with like Sancho, that's where you notice that there was a difference in the way that we were actually dealing in the market because Ed yeah. wasn't the one negotiating these deals anymore. We now have a director of football and he's the one that is responsible for, for at least the initial negotiations. Um, yeah, so I, so technically we're saying we're going to win two games or three maximum out of the last the next six. And if you think, think, take, take that into consideration with um, what our record has been over the last like 16 or 17 games. So... I don't think, even though that's not great, I just don't think that's going to put this man into enough pressure to get him sacked then. So hopefully <laughs> we can get that trend to continue. The only thing I want to wrap up this um, pod episode with is um, who do we see playing in place of Varane and Maguire now that those two guys are gone? Uh, injured, sorry. Yeah, uh, you never know. Maguire might be back, but I think if, if, it, if neither one of them is around, I think it's very straightforward. We have Lindelof and Bailly, and, and those guys are the ones that will, that will play. I can't imagine Phil Jones is either ready to play or able to play. So, yeah, I think it would be um, Lindelof and Bailly. And to be fair, I don't know that it's going to make a difference. Like, I don't think we're going to concede any more, any less, because those two are there. Because even with Iran, they're still glaring weaknesses. Yeah. 
And and again, you know, like we talked about, you you begin to look at some of the goals and you realize like it's not really just the defense; it's really the midfield, because these guys are running through the midfield and they have so many options that there's so there's only so much. Like you look at that Townsend goal for Everton, you know, none of those defenders could have done anything if they if they run to Townsend. There's another person that's running free. You know what I mean? So some of these things. It's hard for me to just look at the defense and say, okay, you guys need to be better. I think some of it is just there's no protection. There's no, you know, like there's a breakdown further up the field that also exposes the defense. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you. I don't think, I think um, Francis joked about even if we had Van Dyke and, uh, <laughs> and Noya and Go, it doesn't, it won't stop us from conceding. And which is why every time he joke, he, Cracks jokes about uh, Juan Pesaka. I'm like, this is not Juan Pesaka. Uh, or no, when he cracks jokes about Trent, talking about he wouldn't take Trent in the team. I'm like, I'll take Trent in the heartbeat just because it also, also having a defensive stopper in the wing and uh, the right back position doesn't stop from considering goals. So we might as well try and create as much as we can, right? Because that's the only way we win, we're, we're going to win games, anyways. Um, I think this brings us to the end of our podcast for this week. Um, the next game, like we talked about, is against Leicester City on the 16th. We're going to try and bring bring you a preview for that before the game on the weekend. So, um, but we just decided to touch base with this one today. And uh, I apologize for being away for two weeks. <laughs> Hopefully, United can give us more more good reasons to actually want to like talk about uh, the performances. But until then. Thank you for listening and um, give us a follow on socials at what we forget do on Twitter and Instagram. And if you happen to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate, review, five stars only. Anything less only. than five stars, please keep it to yourself. Thank you.